0: Well, well, hey, howdy, hey, hey. welcome, welcome to, to the Texan's, Texans Take. Oh, All right, right. we so are much squeaking. I, don't... I think it's squeaking more. I'm going to have to find a way to anti-squeak it. WD-40. Yeah, I don't have any of that currently, so i have to get some.
1: Well, they also have... Um, there's just like a, like a lube spray that you can get that, you know, works pretty good on that. It's just some sort of oil or grease or something. I don't even remember what it is, but John my coworker, John keeps a bottle of it in the, you know, the office at work <clears throat> and, uh, you know, if it squeaks and it shouldn't then give a squirt or two. And, and then when the new guy came in, you know, his chair squeaked a little bit and his desk was a little squeaky. All the desks are squeaky over there. And so he gets out, whatever this is. And he just, he just like goes to town and it smells like, you know, chemical factory or something in the office. Right. And we're both over there. Yeah, and y'all like, aren't in a big office. Dude, either. like, what do you do? And John is like, supposed to use only like one squirt of that. And he was like over there. But I never want to hear this again. And John's like, dude, you don't need all that. <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, well, will um, will make that noise again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that would have been me unfortunately i would have probably gone to town on it so it never made that noise again
1: it's like you will you will not make it again. john probably would have chased him out squirting him with it so that he wouldn't make noises again
0: <laughs> so who was actually in there spraying it i'm sorry i missed that part oh
1: that was my co- co-worker jellybean
0: ah that's
1: what we call him jellybean
0: and how big is y'all's office? Because I can't, I can't imagine that office space.
1: It's, it's not huge. I would say it's maybe half the size of this room. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's not huge. That's yeah.
0: Because I would have thought this room is kind of small. They
1: decided to put three people in a small room, and it's big enough for us three for sure. And we kind of like working in there together. You know, because I was working with John forever, and it was just the two of us in there, and we were fine with that. And then when I moved to quality and they moved Jellybean in, he, they just wanted to stuff him in there with us. And initially we were kind of like, I mean, you're going to move Stuart to the quality side? So there's enough room for us in here? And I was like, yeah, I mean, they were going to do that? Because at the same time, they were also like renovating the quality area.
0: I was about to say, because you should have transferred, I guess, offices. Yeah, yeah.
1: But after a little (laughs) bit, we're like, you know, it actually doesn't make sense to move me, Stuart, out just because I'm quality over these guys, and so it's so much easier to just turn around in your chair and say, Hey, Stuart, here's an issue going on. Or I can turn around in my chair and say, Hey, here's an issue. If they done something, they can turn around in their chair, just hand me the document and I can sign off on it. (laughs) And so it just makes so much more sense to have me stay in there. And you like, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. I really enjoy being with those guys at work. It's pretty good. So, you know, we've never really said anything about it because we don't really care. Um, it works out in our favor. Um so uh, I saw something in the news just the other day that just kind of tickled me. I just thought it was kind of funny and then I thought about it I was like, no, that's really good. I like that and I wish more people more places would do this. And what it is is it's not a Texas thing, so I don't think I'm going to say something amazing about Texas. This is a South Carolina thing. And the news headline is South Carolina waives Yankee tax on newcomer driving fees. And I'm like, what a good idea. And listen. Here, is that here... a real thing? or is this No, it's a, a real thing. No, it's a real thing. You look oh, all over it's... the news. And I don't know <laughs> if they've actually done it yet, but they're trying to. They're talking about it anyway. It's fantastically funny. It says, uh, this, so is, funny. Uh, this is from ABC News by James Pollard on February the 21st of 2023 um columbia south carolina additional fees may be coming for incoming south carolina residents who want to legally drive on their new home states roads droves of newcomers have made south carolina one of the nations one of the nation's fastest growing states as as legislatures respond to climbing population totals a bill dubbed the yankee tax could require freshly minted palmetto state locals to pay 500 dollars total in one-time fees for new driver's license and vehicle registration. The Senate Finance Committee on Tuesday approved the proposal by 11 to 6 vote. It now heads to the Senate floor. Republican Senator Stephen Goldfinch's bill purports to capitalize on the state's immigration by ensuring these new neighbors pay for the infrastructure already funded by existing taxpayers. He compared the tax to impact fees one-time charges commonly paid by developers to help cover the increased demands in their new project might bring for public facilities for goldfinch the dynamic is unfair to his growing constituency in uh coastal georgetown county who already foot the bill for the services utilized by people just moving into the area we're not trying to build a wall across the North Carolina border, Goldfinch said, but at the same time, we think that people should have to pay their fair, short, their fair share when they show up. Because they're going to show up, they're going to start using the roads, using the infrastructure, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, if we're going to afford this, you know, we need, we need you guys to help pay for it. You know, don't just come <laughs> in and just, you know, expect to live in the promised land. You're going to have to work for it. <laughs>
0: It work um, for your milk and honey.
1: So, uh, let's see. Democratic Senator John Scott said the newcomers already become contributors as soon as they move through payments like the gas tax. In 2017, the General Assembly approved increases to the gas tax by 2% increases over a six-year span. The additional revenues go towards a trust fund dedicated to infrastructure uh, maintenance. Under the measure... County governor governments could levy the increased rates if voters approved the hikes through you see that that's the thing there. It sounds like this thing that Democratic Senator Senator John Scott is talking about. It sounds like something that everybody has to pay. This is like no 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 no. This is for newcomers. When you come to our state, if you want to drive on our roads, it's gonna cost you five hundred dollars for your, you know, registration and stuff like that, just mm-hmm. to pay for, you know. The luxury of living here. Now, you know? have a, I have a, silly and it's a one time
0: fee too. So I have a silly question because yeah, I I've part. always heard that, and I, I have not found this to be evident. Let's put it uh-huh. that way. I have not found truth in this, but I've always heard that South Carolina roads are just terrible. That's what <laughs> it's like everybody says that, but I honestly, I as soon as I cross into South Carolina, I feel like the roads get better.
1: I, I don't know about better, but I haven't thought they were terrible. There might have been a place or two. Um, I usually forget, I want to say it's, there. there is one place, I don't remember if it's going for, I think it is in South Carolina, actually, but it's only a small stretch of it, and I forget where it is, it might be along 26 or something, no, I don't know, but anyway, it's like this clean North Carolina road, and then just as soon as you cross the border, it's like, (laughs) like, oh my goodness, what the heck, (laughs) and I don't remember if that's in South Carolina, maybe i don't think it's on the georgia um or they're by georgia georgia, georgia has amazing roads they have a good roads yeah so i think it might actually be in south carolina yeah okay, um
0: <laughs> and maybe i don't know that that's where the the cross are, but but had in general
1: in general i think the roads are fine you know um and uh just
0: wanted to add humor to. Yeah, road,
1: yeah 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 for know. sure uh let's see goldfinch also dismissed concerns that the fees would prevent prospective south Carolinians from making the move Despite the the additional 250 driver's license and 250 registration payments, he suggested newcomers would
0: still be compelled by the money saved through the state's low property taxes. I was about to say, South Carolina, as far as, like, their taxes are pretty amazing. Like, at least on, like, on cars and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you have 5% is the rate on cars, up to a cap and max of $500. Yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, you gotta think I paid what two grand in taxes one, three percent of mine. So you know, it's it's quite a quite a large punch. And then, you know, some states have a full seven percent. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you go to California, they have nine percent plus their their individual counties. Yeah. And you know, South Carolina isn't a huge state,
1: you know, they're about what, half? Less than half the size of North Carolina.
0: I don't, think it's, I don't think it's that big a difference. I think it's, you know, they're probably two-thirds of what North Carolina is.
1: Yeah, they're not very big. Um, uh, I wouldn't say that they're... I don't think they're as small as half, but... It says, a steady stream of new residents has boosted South Carolina's ranks in the U.S. South experiences... In, as the U.S. South experiences increased immigration from around the country. U.S. Census Bureau data shows that the state ha- added nearly 500,000 people over the last decade for a total population of 5.1 million. Over 129,000 people moved <laughs> to South Carolina in 2019, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, with former North Carolinians and Georgians leading the pack. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I just thought that that was interesting. It's like, hey... If y'all want to come over, that's fine, but we have a set infrastructure that is not designed for all of you guys. It's designed for us and we're already paying for it. So if you want to come in and like pay for the increases in infrastructure that we're going to need, then that's fine, you know? And so anyway, I kind of think that that's neat. Um... You know, Texas should have a a California tax, you know, for all the Californians moving over there. Um, But
0: uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. It's definitely uh, the flood of people coming to the area. So that that is something that is. I kind of smirked, laughed, you know chuckled inside a lot um, when you said it was called a Yankee tax. because yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Most of these people are coming from up north. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, on average, um, just thinking like <coughs> currently I sell furniture. The average, I'd say 65% of the people that I deal with on a daily basis are, mm-hmm. not, are not from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's a good, there's probably a good 30 to 40% that were born here. Um, and then, you know, that's, that's it. You yeah. Know, yeah, not. yeah, but most of that percentage of people who aren't from here are from up north yeah. and they're either retiring in this area or moved to this area because, and I don't think North Carolina is cheap, but they moved to this area because it's cheap. And I, when, when I hear that, I'm like, well, I, I think I would move too if it was expensive as, if it's more expensive than. all right we are back all right we're back so today we're gonna go over and i i just i just came up with this i mean somebody might have come up with it before i can't imagine this is the first time that someone has ever thought of this connection Yeah. um kind of like maybe the writer you know man had some <laughs> thoughts about that possibly um seems a little conspicuous but yeah Um uh, <clears throat> the golem effect the golem effect now did you so, come up with that i did that oh, was okay. what i i really i i, I mean i haven't even looked that up it might be a thing i don't yeah. know uh but yeah i just came up with that on my own but um
1: so briggs sent me his notes and stuff and the first thing that i read is the golem effect and i'm like my first thought is like what in the world? and my second thought is okay i see where he's gone and then i'm like is that like you know when you pet something and call it precious <laughs> <laughs> is that the golem
0: effect my precious
1: um, i cannot do a good golem i'm not william even does william gollum. does a good golem he
0: can really his golem can't eagle yeah.
1: It's 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 kind of a double-edged sword because you want him to do the golem,
0: but it'll never stop. But it will never it. stop.
1: You know, as soon as he starts, <laughs> he'll like quote an entire page worth of the golem. Hobbit. Yeah, you know, and you're just like, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Cal- calm
0: down. It was it calm down. Da- <laughs> funny <laughs> for like the first sentence.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I was like, okay, we get it,
0: we get it.
1: uh. Ah, ah. Still going on. All right. Well, I'm. Everyone else. What are we talking about? (laughs) Um. But what does happen is he'll usually get a little crowd around him, and then that helps continue. Yeah, it
0: does. Because then everybody. All right.
1: Well, maybe everybody likes
0: this. Because there's there's people that came up that haven't heard the first page. That's right. And so they're coming up fresh to it. And he knows that, and he just keeps going. Uh. We
1: we love William. Yeah, we do. We do. We give him a hard time, but it's because he's a friend. (laughs) You give friends hard time sometimes. But, um... Otherwise, you even have a relationship. <laughs> I mean... Question. Got, got to keep that at arm's length. That's right. wouldn't want right, to get right. any closer.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, we'll keep going.
0: But, uh... I just got to thinking the other day. I yeah? said, you know, Gollum is a good example. And it doesn't come close to the way God sees this at all. No. Uh, but you find that there's only... There's only certain things, like ways that we can describe something... And they don't get close enough, like the object of the Trinity, you know, water, ice, vapor. That's as close as we can mentally describe but it's not three even, items being one, but, but it's, it's not, not even close. It's not even close, yeah. But you it's know, the way that we can mentally understand it as the yeah. humans we are.
1: Yeah. And it's something that I don't think that we can understand because if you read scripture, if you truly read scripture. You know, when God talks about how much he hates sin and when you see and understand how much we do sin, you know, then the question is, how does God see us? Does he see us like this, you know, like Gollum? And I'm like, no, I feel like he sees us as something possibly worse than that. Yeah. You know, and I'm (laughs) like, there's got to be some middle ground because you know, when we sin, it's like, you know, does he see us as as like this little steaming pile of poo? I'm like, I don't think so because, you know, God does actually choose to clean us up and have a relationship with us. And I don't think that he's like, you know, this is my little polished poo. And this is, you know, it's like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, there's got to be some way that God, can want and desire to have a relationship with us. And so right. we've got to be something that I think that we've got to be something that's actually relational, you know, like a humanoid character. Maybe we just always stink, pustuous, you know, um, uh, always cussing, swearing. It's like something that you would never want to be around, always jabbing <laughs> you on the side, kicking you. Right. Are we just like, are we just like, You know, uh dirty, grubby little children who just are never clean, they're always running off and doing, you know, whatever. It's like God sees us as something because obviously he does want to have a relationship with us. When you think about sin, it's like I think of a little, you know, pile of poo, but but God does want to have a relationship with us. And so what do we actually look like to God? Well, we don't actually know. We can't comprehend that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say that Gollum comes close.
0: <laughs> and, but, I mean, Gollum was a hobbit. Yeah. Um, that, you know, found this ring, quote-unquote, sin. We'll use that as the, the you know, correlation there. And I think Gollum is a good example of the the death we die to sin. And kind of, <clears throat> you know, God handing us over to it, because clearly we wanted that more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I want to read. This is an excerpt from The Hobbit. I want to read this because this kind. This is how Tolkien describes Gollum. Because Gollum is a slimy, skinny creature living in the middle of the, an underground lake, underneath the Misty Mountains. As Tolkien describes him, he is a dark as he is as dark as darkness, except for two big, round, pale eyes in his face. In his thin face. In his thin face. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dark is And darkness. if you've
0: ever, yeah, y'all will, anybody who has not watched Red Lord of the
1: Rings, you must not be on this planet. Just
0: go. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. So, funny thing about that is my mom, my mom was very against me watching it. I had to sneak out and watch it. Really? <laughs> yeah. And what? No you you want to know what's even worse is I snuck into a youth group at a church and watched it.
1: I love it. That's, I mean,. That was a wrong thing to do, Brig. Yeah, I but know. But I probably would have done the same. I know. No, I don't think I would have done the Because my mom I was, can't even understand that. My mom it, was
0: like, we don't go past The Lion King.
1: We even watched, like, the uh, the Lord of the Rings, like the, the cartoon that was made back who knows how long ago that was absolutely terrible, I thought. It but was hard convincing
0: it. my mom to let me get Narnia. Re- what? Yeah, and, and then she had somebody who her children had read it and she vouched for it, and so I got to read Narnia and then watch the, the huh. movies when it came out. Well, there, there were like, like, I know what you mean.
1: Cause there was like a lot of movies and stuff that mm-hmm. my mom, like if obviously if the parents didn't like it, <laughs> then they didn't want us watching it. But even on top of that, we really respected and honored our parents. Unlike some people, just kidding, yeah. just kidding. And so sometimes, sometimes if it was something that, you know, we wanted to watch, but mom and dad were like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't really care for it too much. Then we'd be like, oh, there's probably something wrong with it. I don't want to like that either. You know? Yeah.
0: See, I, I did not take that. Yeah. I yeah. Was way, obviously. I was way too curious for my own, game. you know, and but so, around this time that all this was going, now mind you, it, Lord of the Rings had been out a while. The movie at mm-hmm. this point, uh, the book had been out for much longer, Gee, but the movie came out a long time ago, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, but. <clears throat> Around the time that I snuck into a youth group, was um, <sighs> the Golden Compass had just come out or was about to come out? Uh oh! And oh, you 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 know where I'm going with this? I do, yes. yeah. And my dad had heard about it and he had read a lot about it, and so he just shut down all movies that he had not watched or previewed before all we right. got to watch it. I, I, I can I can join him on that. I have since then seen the Golden Compass, and though I do understand. the the disconnect that dad had with it, it wasn't as bad as as I think it was presented to me. Uh Um, Watching it as an adult, I do understand how you wouldn't want somebody younger watching that. It's not the, what we will call creativity in that, was definitely, it it could definitely be looked at differently from someone younger. Yeah. Uh, As an adult, it's basically, uh, there's so many movies that... worse than that honestly but that's kind of sad too and it it talks
1: it really talks about the changing morality and stuff and entertainment and what people watch because you know when you're at a specific time in your life you're like this stuff over here is just terrible and i would never do that and i don't want my kids to know about that blah 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 blah. but then down the road you get just a generation later and now that (laughs) next generation that stuff is normal yeah. to those kids, yeah. And everybody is normal with that.
0: Yeah, there's a whole series now
1: based on the Golden
0: Compass. Now, yeah, yeah,
1: you know, and there's a series about everything now. I tripped and fell on my <laughs> face, and I think they made a series about it. Yeah, pretty I... sure Disney did. <laughs> they stole the rights. Yeah, yeah. And they'll <laughs> you sue know? you if you use the. And rights. they sue me if I use the rights to me tripping over my face, you uh, know, falling on my face, and like. That's but, the thing that I do not like about Disney. No, they will they're. take everything and they will wring every last penny out of it. And every last original idea.
0: And you know, it didn't used to be that way, but Disney's no. Disney has changed ownership like three times. Yeah.
1: They're like they're like, uh oh my gosh. I woke up this morning and I saw this kid and he was riding a bike. I think we should make a miniseries on it. It's like, oh my gosh what a good idea the kid in the bike yeah we could make money it's like i read this really good book i've got an idea and let's ruin the book <laughs> and make a mini series on it what a good idea you know and like oh wait a minute on top of that let's add just as much wokeness as we can let's influence those little minds in a the way yep. their parents would despise <gasps> let's do that that's marketable yeah. 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 It's terrible. It is. It is. <laughs> sorry. I'll get off my high horse. <laughs> anyway. My horse has been smoking too much.
0: <laughs> Back to Gollum. Okay. Um Gollum is a prime example for us to be able to visually see because nobody likes Gollum. You watch the movie, you read the book. He's not a likable character.
1: Yes and no. He's a pitiful character. He's a and... pitiful character. I, I was actually just a little disappointed when I was talking to my wife shortly after we married. And maybe it was before. I don't remember. But whatever it was, we we're talking about the Lord of the Rings. And she's like, she didn't care for the movies so much just because they didn't match the way she envisioned the books, you know, from the books. I was like, okay, well, who's your favorite character? And she's like, Gollum. I'm like, oh, wow,
0: what? Wow.
1: You know, and then on top of that, look at like William, who does the Gollum voice, and people are just like, my precious. And so, if you think about it, people actually like Gollum the most. Mm -hmm. There's just nothing likable about him, but he's a likable, he's a likable fool. You know what I mean? He's a likable character. Right. Everybody likes the funny little. But I see what you're saying, like
0: nobody would want to meet Gala. <laughs> right, right. You would you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to be beside him. So the a couple of points that I that I was kind of thinking of when I thought of all this is you have the first thing of he was something else, and because of this ring, mm-hmm. we'll use that as the sin. He's now transformed himself into something completely unrecognizable than what he was before. Exactly. And that's one of those prime examples of God handing someone over because of their sin just like if you want to sin more than me there you go have it go to your dark place and do what you want yeah. um i'm done with you and when you get to that point understand that is really sad it is and it's kind of the same thing that a parent
1: will do to a kid you know like a teenager or something it's like past a certain point the parent's gonna say like they said to my dad well okay so like my dad was always like he'd be going off and partying and stuff like that with his friends and his parents. My grandparents had a curfew. They're like, you know, if you come back, um, don't come back after 10 or 11 or something like that. Dad was always coming back after 10 or 11. He'd sneak in, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so eventually Papa Lyons is just like, all right, Kurt, you don't want to follow my rules. Get out of my house. I am kicking you out, son. And dad is like, oh, this is happening. I'm so sorry. You know, and he was like, yeah, it's a little too late, son. Bye. <laughs> so dad got kicked out. Well, a little while later, you know, he comes back. He's living with his parents again. He doesn't change anything. He keeps messing with the rules and stuff. And eventually Papa Lions is like, <laughs> kicking you out again. Bye. <laughs> so out dad goes, you know, and by the third time, I think Papa Lions is like, Kirk, just look, I'll help you pay for college but don't come back right you know (laughs) you're not welcome here because you don't follow my rules i'll help you with college so do that maybe and anyway that was was when dad started growing up i guess but anyway
0: (laughs) but even with Gollum being completely unrecognizable he still struggles with himself Mm -hmm. the whole way which is so
1: cool because you can hear every thought because he says every thought yeah
0: He's constantly struggling with his own what he was before, yeah, communicating with what he is now. yeah, and there's this definite moral compass that exists. Mm-hmm. and then it doesn't. Yeah. And that is kind of one of it's a good example of someone who's completely lost a sin. Yeah. Now, as another aspect of that same, you know kind of little race we're running, Is you have Frodo, Mm. who in my mind, when I was thinking of this, is kind of like a Christian. Mm -hmm. He is constantly surrounded by these immoral creatures, these quote unquote people lost to sin. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like he's got the sin himself in his hand around his neck. He's carrying sin with him daily. Exactly. And it's even more of a powerful struggle because he is not given over to sin. He's just but bearing, you,
1: but you that. can see his struggle with it. There's still sure. a
0: struggle. yeah, the sin is still trying to get involved. He's still trying to fight it the whole way through. And then, and then to add an even better example, you have Sam.
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: who is your, you know, your brother in Christ, your you know uh we call uh accountability partner exactly someone walking with you going through that every every trial and tribulation you have they're there with you and it's just
1: like when god tells us to bear each other's burdens that's what sam is trying to do for frodo and oh my goodness what a good analogy (laughs) because if you read the book frodo the whole time is like no sam it's my burden You know, and every time Sam's like, share the load, you know, come on, help me out here. You know, help us out here. Sam's like, uh, Frodo's like, no, Sam, it's for me. You know, and so it's like, this is a burden that I was given. I don't want you to have that. And then later on, you know, you can see that it's kind of destroying the relationship a little bit. And it breaks up Sam. Well, look at Christians, regular, regular Christians and their sins Mm -hmm. that they they will not share with other brothers and sisters in christ they will never share the load and you have other uh, brothers that'll come by and be like hey you got a problem yeah a real big problem Mm -hmm. with sin i would love to help you with that please tell me what your struggle Mm -hmm. is and most people are just like no i don't have a struggle i'm not gonna do it. it yeah i don't have a struggle no um, other people have like struggle, that's but not, not me. That's not your problem. Yeah, you know this is this is my issue. Mind your own business. Yeah, kind exactly. Of you know, and we do the same. So, I never thought about that before. <laughs> that's <was> really
0: good. <laughs> so I'm 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 sitting here, you know, having this conversation with Ali. We were driving. I don't even know what we were talking about. I don't even uh-huh. know how we got here. And all of a sudden, I'm just picking out these connections. I i do know how i got there we were oh. talking about c.s lewis okay. and his being an atheist and how tolkien had a really big effect he did he and for sure. c.s lewis and he he worked on lewis for years and years they had been friends a long time by yeah. the time you know joy gresham came along and c.s lewis actually was like oh i see what you know i see what's been being told to me for years and years now yeah um and and that's how we then transferred. I was like, you know, both of these people wrote amazing, amazing works of art that have Christ just oozing, oozing out of them. Like yeah. there's there's so much moral compass in both of these, you know, pieces of work that it's kind of hard not to see it. Yeah. And then I just started laying this out and I was like, this is amazing. I've actually never seen this. <laughs> Like, here I am making my own point to my own argument. It's so funny. It's like, boom. Just
1: just last night, we were literally talking about the Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> and see, I, I, I didn't... Uh, <clears throat> I was actually working on this, and uh, I had a belt that I was going to try to finish for Clayton and get yeah. it boxed up. And at that point, I had been home, I had finished this, and I was like, there's no point in going. I'll just... Wait until the next party. And there you I'll go. go there you one. go. <laughs> but uh, we're going to take a break right here, and then we're going to go over some verses and some of the, the actual biblical examples of sin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we yes, are back. we're
1: back. All right, so um, we are going to
0: everybody should go look up a picture of Gollum. Yeah, look up a picture Just of so Gollum. Can... We're
1: going to read some Bible verses here about sin, um, and uh, we'll we we'll think a little bit more and dwell a little bit more on this whole Gollum idea. So we've got Romans. No, let's see. Uh, John eight thirty four. Uh, Jesus answered them. Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is
0: a slave to sin. Well, there that goes right back to, you know, Gollum finding the ring. Yeah. Completely in service to it yeah. from the moment that he touched yeah. it. He he his whole life is based around
1: sin. And this is also like nobody wants to be a slave and that's like a big like trigger word for this modern generation as soon as they hear slave or slavery you know even just the word is just like triggering to them it's like how can you even talk about this you must be a terrible person yeah and i'm like no 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 no. jesus makes it quite clear that everybody is a slave to something or someone it just depends on who your master is and even these people that you know hate even the word slavery it's like No, they're a slave to something too. Right. It just depends on what it is. Um, And uh, so here he says, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, you don't want to be a slave to sin. Um, And obviously, that's where Paul comes in later and he's like, you know, don't be a slave to sin, be a slave to God. And Jesus even says, you know, my burden is light and my yoke is easy. When you say burden and yoke, those are actually, those are things that you would associate with a slave or with a workhorse mm-hmm. or with an ox. This is an animal that's doing work. It's some, It's something, you know, that's why he uses those words. He's, he says, you know, my burden is light. Okay. So you are going to have a burden, but it's going to be light. You know, you are going to have to do some work, but it's going to be light. It's, you know, and then he says, my yoke is easy. A yoke is something that goes on an ox or on a horse or something to get it to do work, you know? And, you know, that's like, you know, that is a, that is a slave of kinds that you're talking about, you know? Um, but he says, my yoke is easy. And so what he's saying is, it's like, you know, you're no longer, you don't want to be a slave to sin because the burden is not light and right. the yoke is not easy. You want to be a slave to God who will welcome you into his house, call you son, you know? Um, and so anyway, uh, the next one is Romans six ten, for the death. He died. He died to sin. Once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. Let's see. Romans 6, 12. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Oh, boy. Passions. Interesting. That's one of the words that I think of whenever I think about, you know, Gollum and his precious. Mm -hmm. He's very passionate about his precious. Very much.
0: And it controls him.
1: It does. It controls him. He says, "Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body," it says, "Don't let sin be your king, your god to make you obey its passions." That's exactly what the the ring was doing to Gollum. Yep. It was ruler, it was king, it was, you know, god over his life and he let it rule over his body and it made Gollum obey mm-hmm. the ring's passions, you know, sinfulness, you know, evil Dark, you know, and so that's why Gollum's always, you know, like just focused on the ring, you know. Something that is and the ring is what? You know, the ring is beautiful and it's gold and all that, but what is it? It's just a ring, you know. There's no, you know, if if it you know, if, it, it's just like it's it's a it's another thing. It's like an idol, okay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there's nothing incredibly and incredible and specious and meaning uh, uh, special and meaningful about the ring.
0: Did you just try to do special and precious? And I did special.
1: Specious. There's nothing special <laughs> about the ring. Or precious there's nothing precious about the ring.
0: But but the <laughs> idea of this the the sin aspect and the yeah. ring, because you gotta think, you know, an, another really good example that I just when you were when you were uh reading that and saying that it just yeah. tom was it uh bordemir that ends up you know trying to to kill frodo over yeah, the ring yeah, yeah, all because of this one item you know this yeah. one thing between them yeah you know that was more valuable than what he had in his life
1: and you know what's funny is that's a it's an interesting thought you had there because you do need somebody to to help you bury your burdens that's what christ says you know bury each other's burdens obviously some people are better at it than others and so when you have sam over there he's like hey i'm right here man yeah I, I i'm i'm here for anything you got and i will help you bear your burden but then you have boromir and it was that was that was, that was kind his job of, that was what boromir was kind of thinking too he's like hey man i'll take that ring off your hands um and so he was he was kind of coming from the same angles, like, hey, you need to share that load, you know, and I want it now. You know, it's just like, wait, hold on here. And so it's kind of like somebody who was trying to help you with your sin struggle.
0: Struggling with it themselves. And then
1: struggling with it worse themselves. They cannot handle it. It's like, OK, well, this is where wisdom comes into play. Maybe, you know, it's like.
0: And then you had Aragorn who refused to touch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah.
1: You know, if you have somebody it, – it there's wisdom involved in all aspects of Christianity. And if you have a really big problem with, like, drinking, you know, then you might not be the best candidate for, you know, going to bars and pubs and stuff like that and trying to convince people, you know, that that's a terrible, sinful thing because, you know, if you partake – Then you're just going to look just as foolish, if if not worse, than everybody around you. Yeah, you're going to delve that much deeper into sin. So, it there's a lot of wisdom involved.
0: Well, and and it's like you know, if you go back to Bilbo, Bilbo was you know had gone through similar trials to what Frodo went through. Yeah, and it's just like everything this sin, the ring, you know, comes in contact with, it begins to morph and control. That's right, you know, which is why when Gandalf first grabs it, he just puts it in a cloth and like doesn't want to touch it. Yeah, yeah, like, he realizes
1: it. the weight of this ring. He's like, No, this is a very, very bad thing, you know, and so he deals with it the way you should. And it's kind of like, Well, man, when you see the way Gandalf deals with it, he realizes that he is an incredibly powerful being. Yeah. Gandalf knows how powerful he is not need to touch it. And he is like he's he's a very wise man or wizard. He's a very wise wizard. I think I think in the actual lore and stuff he's he's not actually a man. He's like a wizard. He's a wizard. Yeah. Um and so he knows if he gives in to sin or to the ring, then that's gonna be even worse you know that'd be like the worst thing if, if 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 Gandalf turned into some sort of golem creature just the amount of devastation and destruction you know he was just like I I, I, I can't even look at it you know I, I do not tempt me you know he's just like absolutely not I would be you know the destroyer of worlds you know it'd be terrible um, and so anyway and that really... I mean, looking at it that way, seeing his reaction to seeing the ring, because Frodo's just like, well, this is terrible. Here, Gandalf, you take it. And he's like, no. It's like, <laughs> Don't do Don't that tempt to me. me with that. You know, and that's the way we should be with sin. You know, somebody offers you a sin. If somebody is like, you know, hey, here, you know, you deal with this sin. It's like, you know, we should be the same way. We should be like, not just no, but heck no. Yeah. You know, I, I don't leave even leave me out of don't, it. Don't I don't even want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, you know? don't that's don't bring this exactly. to my door. Yeah. Um, and so that's a really good analogy I
0: like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's not like Tolkien wasn't a Christian or anything. Right.
1: You know? All right. Well, let's keep reading some of these. Let's see. up, up up up. So this is the biggest one. Romans six twenty three. Everybody repeat after me. <laughs> For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. The wages of sin is death. And you can see that in the ring and Gollum. You can see where it leads him. And you can see it where it leads everybody who comes around the ring, everybody who's, you know, dealing with the ring. And it always leads to death of some kind. It led to Boromir's death, Mm -hmm. led to Gollum's death. It just took him a lot longer, but it destroyed him the whole time. Um, it almost led to Frodo's death, you know, the whole deal was, anyway, it was, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, let's see, okay, so Romans seven eleven. for sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment deceived me, and uh, through it killed me. Now, who's that talking there? In Romans In seven eleven
0: Romans, well, let's pull that up. I am not sure.
1: Okay, what then shall we say? that the law is sin by no means yet if it had not been for the law i would have known the sin for i would have had, for uh i would not have known what it is to covet if the law had not said you shall not covet but sin seizing an opportunity for the commandment produced in me all kinds of covetousness for apart from the law sin dies dead sin lies dead i once uh i was once alive apart from the law but when the commandment came it's it Paul came talking alive about his... and I died yeah the very commandment that promised life proved to be death to me for sin seizing an opportunity through the commandment deceived me and through it killed me so the law is holy and the commandment is holy and righteous and good okay so this is Paul talking about um you know sin when he realized what sin is and what it does you know the law points us to God because it points us to death, which is interesting when you think about that because the law basically is, it's a, it's a rule. It says, do not do this. And when you realize that you do whatever this is, you know, the law condemns you, says, this is the penalty for breaking me, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's why we need a savior. And so it does point us to death because it's like, this is what you deserve. But when we see that, we're like, we need a savior. We need somebody to get me out of this. And that's where Jesus is. And so when you see how much you need, when you see how much you're condemned by the law, you see how much you are in need of Christ. Right. Anyway, for sin seizing an opportunity through the commandment deceived me and through it killed me um okay so let's continue on here uh James 115 then desire when it has con- oh then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown brings forth death so James 115 then desire when it has conceived gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown brings forth death I said, Brig made a typo. He posted James 115 twice.
0: <laughs> okay, there's one worse. that's coming later. Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs>
1: no, that one's way better. <laughs> I like it better anyway. It's funny. Um, but, yeah, Brig was like, so when you get down to James 115, you'll, you'll see that I, I, I posted that. I put that. I wrote it down twice. So just read it once. And I was like, mm-hmm. sure sure uh (laughs) but
0: in 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 all fairness that's pretty much a good example of what happened to Gollum. Mm -hmm. you know or smeagol Smeagol. that used to be smeagol you know um and and this last one this last one i specifically enjoyed um because it really it really kind of expressively gives an example of how Gollum treated his everyday life after becoming Gollum.
1: Yeah. It says, uh, first John three, four, everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. And yeah, you can see that in the life of Gollum. So Smeagol, he practiced sinning because, you know, he was, he was, he was, very good at the ring and you can see where it took him you know (laughs) um
0: all the way down to the darkness yep yep well we're gonna take a break right here and we'll be right back Uh, all right we are back. back With the Gollum effect, <laughs> the Gollum effect. There's... I don't do a good voice. I I don't, I don't either.
1: I'm not even gonna try. It's
0: I used to like. There was a point. In I my probably life... should have practiced it a little bit, and then maybe.
1: There's a point in my life where I wanted to be good at absolutely everything. If I saw that somebody was good at something, I was like, dude, I want to be just as good as them. And so I would try it, you know. let like, you know, even little party tricks and stuff. Yeah. And I was usually I could usually tackle pretty much all of it. You know, I've got a lot of really cool little skills and stuff right but there are some things that would just would frustrate me to no end and i'm just like i don't even want to hear it you know because yeah. i'm not i cannot do that yeah and so when i hear somebody do a golem i used to try to do that and i was like it no i'm no i cannot do that man needs to know what he can and can't do and i yeah, cannot do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on that so anyway uh the golem effect as christians we go through life on a daily basis facing sin and sinning daily the Bible serves as a guiding path to direct us daily to avoid the dangers and very much must equals ch- the spiritual death that is provided through sin. Uh, what is that? <laughs> That's the other typo. We're that was about. what is that? M U S equals sign C H a- jinx. But even if you take out the equal sign, that would still be must. Ch- or mush I don't know mush I don't know this german sounds like some sort of german word <laughs> mush mush yeah yeah mush um and must what 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 was that supposed to be before sin entered its life <laughs> much much okay and very much the spiritual death that is provided through sin <laughs> <laughs> uh the only path uh the only path away from that is jesus himself just look at the pain that was brought on jesus to free us from the damnation that is held in sin so brig please tell us the moral of the story don't be like gollum (laughs) i love it (laughs) that's great it's like so the moral of all this is don't be like gollum I like it. You know, I mean it's easy. It's easy to do. You know, you look at Gollum, it's like I don't want to be I'm good. I'm good. I don't need it. Well, I mean the temptation would be to the the temptation would be to look at Gollum and say, Well, I don't look like that, so I'm good to go.
0: Don't be so bold. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's like, (laughs) okay, it's it's sin, you know, and so um, don't let it take
0: a hold of your life. See, now next time you watch Lord of the Rings, you'll just... This will be... The Gollum effect. This will You'll be thinking about this the whole way through now. That's right, that's right. Picking out things. I and
1: mean, it's so cool because it's nice when you actually understand something well enough to where... If you watch something based on it, you can just like point it here and there and be like, this is, you know, it's just, it's just kind of like, you know, if you know the story of something and then you watch the movie about it, you can be like, that's not right. That didn't happen. Or like, they got that spot on or like, actually, this is what happened. I like what they did here, but this is what actually happened. You know, it was just you know enough about it to where you can kind of communicate and discourse with the movie. And this is, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's the same with the Lord of the Rings when you know enough about it, or if you actually understand what's talking about or whatnot, um, you can kind of have a discourse with mm, the, okay. the book, with the characters and stuff and, um, be like, this is symbolizing this and this is, you know, and that's actually, you know, I actually kind of enjoyed doing, you know, uh, essays and stuff. I I never enjoyed doing essays. I didn't like the fact that I had to do them. But, you know, when you actually get into it, it's actually it can actually be kind of cool because it's fun to be knowledgeable about something. And so if you do an essay on a book, um, you actually have to understand what's going on in the book. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like whenever you're whenever you're trying to teach something, which an essay is basically you're just trying to make a point, you know, and so if you're doing that about a book you know you can um you you, you're making a point about it and so you know uh, my train of thought just derailed Uh, I, i was going somewhere anyway you can communicate knowledgeably about something and it can be really fun. You know, it's good to actually know a little something about something. And so it's like when you're reading Lord of the Rings, if you actually know what's going on with the author and stuff like that. It's like, huh, this is really cool. You know? So anyway, my train of thought hadn't come back. So we'll just, we'll, let, you, we'll just let it run off. Would you uh, pray us out? <laughs> sure. Let's do that. Great father in heaven. We thank you and praise you for, um, the love that you have for us. We thank you that, uh, you do not condemn us. We thank you for Jesus, who is the reason that we are not condemned. And we do pray, Lord, that you would be with us as we struggle with sin. And we pray that you would uh, constantly guide us. Please put us around friends, family, or whomever uh, who can help bear our burdens and our loads and direct us and to be accountability partners and to um, share in this Christian life. Um, that we're enjoying and Lord, we, we don't sin, uh, because, you know, we don't want, we're not condemned by sin because you save us, but Lord, we don't want to sin because we want to, we want to do it for you. We want to not sin for you, Lord. We want to hold off on the sin now so that we can have the riches later and it'll be all the more glorious. Um, and so i pray that you would help us with that lord we do want a a relationship with you and we love you and so we pray that we would follow your commandments well and that you would uh, guide us in that help us with that and let us be let us be beacons of hope and light to others um and uh, uh please let us enjoy this christian life that you have given us and true joy in a christian life lord i believe is a distance from sin Lord, we can really enjoy this wonderful life you've given us if we stay away from the things that destroy us. And so I pray that you would help us do that. Please keep us from being like Gollum and being completely overcome by sin and by temptation and letting it guide and lead us. Uh, Because, Lord, uh, your word says that it, 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 it leads us to destruction and to death. And we do certainly not want that. And so I pray that you would... Be with us this day, be with our listeners, and I pray that you would bless us this day. It is in Christ's name that we come before you and pray.
0: Amen. Amen. And with that, we say adios.
1: adios.